Hey guys, it is Mana. Welcome back to Disputable Digest. I am here with my amazing co-host Jordan and we have a special guest with us, Raquel, and we're going to be talking about social media. So, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I hate it because I feel like I am for my age, I should be so much better at it. I feel like my Instagram should be very aesthetically pleasing and my Twitter should be the best. It should be hilarious and I feel like I should have been a social media mega star at like 12. I feel like I was that entertaining. <laughs> I thought I was, but no, I'm I'm not good at working social media. I try to navigate through it, but I feel like one of those grandmothers that asks their grandson or granddaughter, "How does this work?" That is how I feel. Uh, but I feel like social media also has good things to it. I feel like it's nice because you can learn how to make money from home. And that is a very, very, very big advantage that we have nowadays because back then they never had that. You see people like, oh my gosh, I don't understand why this person is famous, but Daniel Bergoli, the Catch Me Outside girl, a small little Dr. Phil show kind of took her there and, you know, made her really blow up and opportunities like that happen for a lot of people. And it causes like, I wouldn't even say 15 minutes of fame. I'd say like five seconds of fame, but hey, it works for them because it kind of gets them off the ground. But then I feel like you have the disadvantages of social media. And a lot of the times, especially not even just for younger people, but older people, they take it at face value. They take it as what you see is what is real. And I don't, that's, that's a very negative image to give anyone no matter young or old uh, because I feel like for me my interaction with social media when I first started using it and mind you I was a I was not a tablet baby let me just say that I was not a tablet baby I see a lot of tablet babies nowadays and I was not one but I would probably once I hit like nine or ten I had like an iPod I kind of learned how a phone worked and then once I hit like 11 I got Instagram and I don't think 11 year olds should have Instagram because the body image issues that I feel like I went through and my parents weren't tech savvy like my parents don't have Instagram Facebook they don't know how to use platforms like that um they couldn't really give me advice and so my only advice was coming from like my peers and you know social media so I feel like social media at times is a double-edged sword like it's good and it's bad but I'm gonna hand it off to Jordan to get her perspective of social media all right so my experiences with social media were a little bit different than Mana's my family never let me do anything with social media or the internet and I didn't even have an Instagram account until I was 18 and my mom screamed at me for that and along with this I do think that social media can be harmful for people. However, I think it also helps people connect with each other. Like I have a lot of friends that are from different places that I don't get to contact that I would never have met without social media. But then there's also a few cons to that, one being jobs. And I personally am trying to be a forensic scientist, so I'm gonna work for the US government most likely. And I have to go through background checks for that. And when you do that, they look through all your social media and if they see something they don't like, you don't get that job. And with that happening, that's not, that's for any job. They're gonna look at your past. If you even say one thing that can be misconstrued, you might not get that job because of that. Kind of touching base on the harm from social media. 
I feel like social media, if you don't understand your platform is going to be judged, you have to know that because like when I first started having social media and I was posting things, the first people to judge, oh my God, my family, like show a little shoulder and they were getting mad. So I had to like kind of learn how to shield certain parts of myself on social media. But kind of touching base on what you said with the jobs. I think it's good and bad. I think it's good and bad that jobs look at your social media because at least they can see what kind of person they're hiring. But then I also think it's bad because I think it goes from that shift from, okay, we're doing like a background check to see how you are digital, like how you are on like a digital platform to cancel culture. And for me, I'm not, I'm not a fan of cancel culture. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand that people make mistakes and they do really bad things. Like it is terrible. But if you're going to keep canceling these people, you're never going to give them the time to really reflect on their wrongs you're not giving them an opportunity for forgiveness and that's a big thing another toxic thing i think that comes from social media is that cancel culture and so i feel like if a job is being very harsh on your social media and you know there there are environmental circumstances for that of course like you know if a job is judging you because you're showing i don't know a little too much skin in a bikini i i don't think that's right but if you are like part of a really bad group, just a terrible group, and you're constantly voicing hate and violence, then okay, I, I wouldn't want to hire you either. But I'm going to pass it off to Raquel so she can give her background and a little introduction, and then we're going to end it on a question like we always do. Hi, my name is Raquel Bolin, and I am currently on the tennis team here at St. Leo, and I am majoring in digital communications influencer and minoring in marketing. I'm very much into making money from social media. I see the benefits and the power it kind of holds right now in our day and age. Um, I really see the advantage of taking the leap of just posting content and creating your brand image, I think anyone can be successful in it. And that's what I'm trying to do. And just because some people might doubt me or have an opinion doesn't mean that's going to stop me. So I am, I would say my brand is health, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and I'm just trying to help spread the word of love and inspire others and spirituality because that's very much what I'm into. Um, And this is my first time ever doing a podcast, so it's kind of exciting. I will say I have always thought of myself doing one, but never had the technology or the tools to do one. But this is really cool. So thank you, Mona, for inviting me on. I really like what social media can do. I agree with Mona in the way that social media has a... It's a double-edged sword. It can be good. It can be bad. That's why I even for myself put kind of um, sensors and blocks on even my own social media. I put on TikTok and Instagram. I love it, but I put like time blocks for about two hours of the day. So once I hit about two hours of usage, because I used to use a lot, especially during um, COVID and quarantine, we were all on social media, like binging everything. So after I realized that I was spending 13 hours on TikTok, I was like, okay, I need to pipe down a little bit. So I put a blockage on my phone for about two hours of social media, Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest combined. Um, 
And I will say it has helped me. I don't tread or spend a lot of like leisure time on social media. I usually go to post and do my things, look at some of my messages and get off. Of course, I look and scroll through a couple pictures and videos and see what's trending and see who's doing what. But I don't like to spend too much time on it because I know I will get in that mentality of what is everyone else doing instead of caring about what I'm doing. So... And kind of to piggyback off of that, I think that's the danger with social media when you treat it for too much leisure because then it shifts from, oh, let me see what my friends and family are doing to I'm not doing enough. And I that's when that kind of like problem arises and to touch base on like giving yourself time breaks. I am very big on that. I have moments where I have to delete the whole app because I need time to smell the roses as corny as that is but to really be in my life because i used to say all the time phones are like magic that's why like people get so shocked about it because like one minute you are so absorbed in your reality then the next minute your phone lights up and there's the magic you're Mm -hmm. in another world yeah it's like a good magic but then at times it's that yeah i totally agree that like technology social media (laughs) our phones they're pretty cool there we have the ability to connect with people to get inspired to get motivated to talk to people we that is far away from us to see what someone else in a different country is experiencing like it's a great tool to educate yourself and learn new things from other people and listen to other things but yeah i agree it can also be a little dangerous um when it comes to why am i not doing that in my life why mm-hmm. am why am i not here why am i why don't i look like that why am i not hanging out with these people like it it can be a little bit uh spicy so yeah, definitely. it's it i will say for me at least um I do have to take time. Like, I do have to take, uh, like, breaks as well, like, social media breaks, and I don't like to spend too much time on it. So, I know you create content. What got you into creating content? What was, like, the inspiration for that? Yeah, for sure. Um, So, I'm not going to lie. TikTok 2020 (laughs) of COVID and quarantine, I just was on TikTok, and I was like, if these people can blow up and do these things and really not do anything special, then I can too. Like, Mm. um, that really pushed me to be... Like, I was pretty bored, you know, stuck in my home, and the world was kind of crazy. So I was like, let me just have some fun. Let me explore the world of TikTok and Instagram. And I just started creating content. I tried to be funny. I tried to be relatable. I tried to be cute. And I actually ended up blowing up a lot. And I'm not trying to hype myself up here. And then... (laughs) um, But but you should be proud of that. It's a platform nonetheless. Yeah, it's cool. I I did have like a little bit of... When I blew up during COVID, it was a lot of... um, a lot of attention and trust me i love attention but it was a lot it was hundreds of thousands of people millions of views and it freaked me out a little bit so i did go back into a hole where i stopped posting content um and i kind of stayed back from looking at the comments because of course there's going to be negative comments it's going to be positive comments i was going to ask you kind of to interject how did you get over the fear because for me i have that like the fear of, oh, everyone's going to judge me. Oh, what if my content's not good enough? What do people think I'm copying? It's like that little voice in your head that keeps nagging. At you. Yeah, I mean, I guess what 
what got me to get over that is that, I mean, look, I'm not going to say I'm 100% over it. It still does give me a little bit of uh, insecurity and fear at times. But then I realized that these people are just random people and they don't really have, they, they don't really know me. They don't really have a say on um, what I put out there. Everyone is putting out something. So mm. someone's always going to have an opinion. I see it as Everyone's going to have an opinion. It's not my fault if they don't like it or if they love it. Like, I'm just putting out for the people who would relate to it, who can get inspired by it. And if it reaches that audience, then amazing. And if it doesn't, then it's their loss. I kind of look at it as like, okay, you didn't like it and you said something mean. That's just a reflection on you. Yeah. That's kind of how I see it. I, I like that because they, in an essence, they know a version of yourself. They mm-hmm. don't know who you are. They don't know who I am. So no, I like that. That's nice. And... For your brand, because I I feel like often, you know, like you said, you do have a good following, like you said, not to boast, but you have some some clout to you. (laughs) (laughs) What is your brand based off of? So, yeah, uh, after my TikTok clout, I got a little bit of Instagram followers and I told you I got a little nervous when I first got them, so I didn't post. But then once I started to become comfortable in who I am and being proud of the followers that I had, just realizing like, okay, well, this is what I have. This is what I'm working with. I might as well be true to myself and just try to inspire. So my brand is definitely more, and this is in the last year, I've definitely started to become more and build more of what I want my brand to be. I'm still exploring, but I would say my brand is uh, health, wellness, beauty, lifestyle, fashion. These are just the things I like, and I'm trying to play off of that. I can't give just one solid thing yet, like a niche, but I am trying to explore that, and I'm just trying to do what I like, which is, again, fashion and lifestyle and health and wellness and I really like to make things pretty and aesthetic. So I really like doing daily vlogs. I like doing um, like weekends, like getaways. I like doing outfits that I picked or something different that you don't usually see. I try to play around with it. So and it's nice because it humanizes you. Yeah, it's your version of your life and nobody can take that from you. So because I'm very big on What I typically watch is like, I love watching health wellness videos. I'm a very big clean with me Mm -hmm. or study with Mm -hmm. me. I I love those because it humanizes you. Like a lot of the times, you know, you can only have so many conversations with your peers and still have that unfulfilled feeling because you feel like it's just your circle that acts like that. So seeing other people that act as you do, it makes you feel human. So I like that. I like that a lot. I definitely love um, like watching YouTube. I I like the vlogs. I like seeing, um, I'm very into spirituality Mm. and that is probably another thing of my niche that I, or my brand that I'm trying to more incorporate. I've noticed that with what you post. You post like a lot of angel numbers, Mm -hmm. a lot of healing things like auras mm-hmm. and stuff and i that's another i feel like that's a big shift that our generation is coming to as well because like back when i was a kid being spiritual was like being anti-religious and like hippie mm-hmm. and like yeah crazy and nowadays it's just being in tune with yourself exactly I will say to kind of dive deep into me and my story, after I had that a lot of fame um, during quarantine with TikTok and Instagram, it really freaked me out. And it did push me into a dark place where that 
brought me into spirituality and like growing into myself and starting to meditate and starting to journal and talk about my feelings. And this is a little bit more deep about who I am. This journey that I've been having the last two years has only brought out what I want in my brand. So what I want to build a business off, what I want to inspire others to feel, what I want to teach others and show that it's not just a taboo topic. I I think spirituality and religion is something beautiful that can be shared with everyone. And it's not, even though we might think differently, even though we might have a different religion, I do believe spirituality is different to where we can all be more in tune with ourselves and whatever the spirit around us. So that was a little bit of a deep turn, but. No, 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 and I like that. Cause for me, I'm very in the mix of, I would definitely say I'm more spiritual than religious because I feel like when you're spiritual, it's more of a conversation with yourself. When you're religious, it's more of a conversation with God. I completely agree. And, you know, it's nice to, you have to view yourself as you view God Mm -hmm. in that same light. And having that good relationship with whether it's your creator or yourself, it's it's a good foundation because as you get older and, you know, like you said, you had the pressure or like that little break when you blew up, you have to constantly remind yourself of who you are or the world will try to tell you who you should be or mm-hmm. who you are. Uh, and that's the da- that's that's the dangers of social media because, you know, you do see a lot of these social media stars, young, even actresses and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They have these moments where they break and all the world can do is pick at it and forget that they're human because they have millions of followers and millions of money. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, they're human. And I feel like if you don't constantly keep that wellness and that spirituality in line, you're going to constantly keep tumbling. Yeah, I mean, definitely like that break that I had two years ago really just pushed me into my spirituality and into like self-love. And that is only what I want to keep exploring and just spread. That's that's what I want from my brand. That's what I want to help other people see that nobody's perfect, even though I might look a certain way or this girl might look a certain way or this guy might look a certain way or whatever, that you and yourself is the most important person Mm. and you're beautiful and perfect in your own way. And I just want to spread love, self-love. And I think that's like a great form of connecting people because I just want to help people learn who they are just like I am trying to learn who I am yeah. at the same time. And I've definitely had like oh, YouTubers and like my favorite podcast is Enjoy. It's funny. It's actually funny because it's a group of men <laughs> and their perspective on things is ridiculous. And it's nice being able to like sit back and hear that because it's like, okay, you've inspired me to change my way of thinking. Maybe I can, hopefully I can inspire someone to change their way of thinking because sometimes the way we see things are black and white and that's not how it should be seen. There's a gradient. You should see things in different color. Kind of closing up on everything. I wanted to ask you with creating content, was it hard for you? I'm not going to, I don't, assume that it was hard for you to come up with ideas because I feel like that's kind of like your niche that's your personality Mm -hmm. it's Raquel but recording and editing like TikTok videos or like (laughs) I don't know if you've done YouTube videos was that hard to kind of navigate yeah for sure I mean 
it's not like I knew what I was doing when I started it. I just started to play around with it. I had some more time on my hands. I enjoyed trying to create something because at first it was just like, okay, can I do this? Uh, can I make a video like the girl I saw on my For You page or my Instagram Explore page? Like, can I do this? And it was just more of a testing period. And once I started to get a little bit better at it, editing and cutting and I'm very much a perfectionist and I like things to look really good. So if it wasn't good enough for me, then I just kept working at it and kept mm. editing. And But yeah, at first it was a little like, oh, I okay, if you go to my drafts in TikTok, I have like 900 draft videos oh, wow. of things wow. that I don't end up posting. Wow. But yeah, which is a lot. But of the things that I do end up posting, I like it. I think it's me. I think it's funny. I think it's relatable. And I try to be true to myself. So when I edit them, I, I, I enjoy it. I like it. It's something that just gives me like, this is something that will you know, re even if it doesn't reach anybody or blow up or whatever, it was fun to make. And my best advice to anyone who is listening and interested in making content is to just play around, to test, to practice, to just kind of create what you have in your head, your vision, and um, even like, you know, looking up other people's and kind of getting some inspiration or ideas from someone else because that's honestly like 80% of what I do is I definitely get inspiration from what I already see and then I just make it my own. So, yeah. And like, it's trial and error. Like you said, you have, yeah. nine, you have 900 drafts. That's your <laughs> trial and error right yeah. there. Like yeah. so trying new editing ways, trying new video ideas, you know, trying to improve your niche. Yeah. But. And I'm not going to lie. My storage is 100% full right now. <laughs> I am. I have not been making too much content the last couple of weeks because my storage is full. So I need to buy more storage. But um, no, I really do like creating content and it gives me this is some this is probably a whole another topic that we could talk about. I don't know if we want to get into it, but that feeling when you post something, even if you were a little bit scared, like that feeling of, oh, my God, like what are other people going to think or um, what is someone who's looking at this like? what's it gonna do whatever and you just do it anyways that feeling is like a little bit of a dopamine like rush yeah it's like right when you post and you're kind of waiting for some likes or some comments that even feeling is it's so weird, it's like you're but it's so good it's that ego boost that comes after the anxiety yeah, it's yeah. like the best way i can explain it it's like that i did that yeah yeah like, i did that and it's kind of honestly like it is scary thinking about like okay should i post this what are other people gonna think but i swear to you once i post i do turn my phone off like i do like get off my phone after i post but when i do post i feel good i'm like oh yeah i just did that mm -hmm. and then i don't care what anyone else thinks like i just i just know that this is what i did and mm -hmm. who cares and because it, yeah at the end of the day you ate you know you yeah, created yeah, so you created. did it yeah and and honestly like i think just posting or just doing is the like make or break thing like if you don't post then no one's ever gonna see and no one's ever gonna have any ideas it's only gonna be you who has the opinion but if you do post it's kind of like a power power move it's a little bit like i don't care what anyone else thinks exactly. and i'm gonna do me and yeah that's really it feels good 
And I, de I definitely respect that. I mm -hmm. want to thank you for coming and recording with us. I know our schedules are a little crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, did you have like any closing notes, anything you want to say? Yeah, I just want to say that social media definitely is good and bad. It's a mixture of things. I like it. I hate it. I love it. I get inspired. I get sometimes sad, but I just kind of want to say that knowing the power of social media and then knowing the power of you at the end of the day, like we are not who our social media is. At the end of the day, you're only seeing a version of somebody that, you know, a highlight reel, like of someone who wants you to see something. And I feel like social media is a great platform for building a brand, building a business, learning how to edit, learning how to communicate with others and reach out with people. I think it's great for that. Well, always thank you guys for listening and remember to circle love and stay in touch. This is Mona from Disputable Digest.